Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Evan Brand. Thanks for joining me. Today is an interview that I did with my friend, Dr. Chris Motley. This guy is amazing. He ran a health summit called Infections, Eastern Wisdom Meets Modern Protocols. I was on there with Dr. Chris Motley himself, Dr. Jess. We've got Dr. Peter Osborne. We had Dr. Todd Watts of Cellcore, Dr. Tom O'Brien. We had Dr. Jabin Moore. Dr. Evan Hirsch, we had Dr. Nasha Winters, we had me, and some others. Scott Forsgren, better health guy, just awesome people. So this is the interview from that event. I have exciting news. I will go ahead and tell you about it now. The final touches are being put on it, so it will likely be launched within the next one to two weeks. It is what people have asked me for, for... A decade. It is a business coach course. It is called Confident Coach. You can sign up now to be notified about the webinar that I will be doing to launch this. This is a course for current practitioners. This is a course for aspiring practitioners. This is also a course for non-health people at all. Because the strategies that I'm teaching you are what I've learned from 10 years of working with people. Even before I quit the jobs that I had years ago, working for other people, working in a chiropractor's office, working for a supplement company, all those other times that I was working for other people, I was always working on the side hustle, what would eventually become the full-time practice that I've now run for seven plus years And there's a lot that I can teach you. So the curriculum includes things from credentialing to if you're an introvert, how do you succeed on social media? Uh, What about sharing your story? What are the root causes of your self-doubt, your fear, your self-esteem that get in the way of you building a coaching practice? Now, this does not just mean health, okay? I'm talking real estate, house flippers, couch flippers, car flippers investment people, marketing, social media, modeling, Instagram, TikTok, email marketing, nutrition. I mean, permaculture. I almost paid years ago. I didn't need him because I ended up selling that property, but I almost paid a permaculture coach like $200 an hour to look at my property on Google Maps and study the sun and the angle and the latitude and figure out exactly what to plant and where to plant it. So there are so many different opportunities for you to take your skills, your knowledge, your passion, and convert that into an online coaching business where you can help thousands of people across the world solve a problem. That's what this is all about. And there's many problems to be solved. Natural moms, homeschooling, unschooling, natural birth, fertility coaching, unlimited. I have 113 different business coaching ideas, different coaching businesses. I actually probably have closer to 120 
but that's going to be something that I will show you inside of this Confident Coach program. So I will announce more on that. There'll be an official webinar where you'll be able to see more. Uh, We talk about website customization, scheduling, getting rid of mental blocks. We talk about converting your potential clients into real clients. We talk about social media strategy that can generate six figures. We talk about cross-pollination, protocols, ramping up. There's tech tutorials, setting up your desk, setting up your microphones, setting up your tripods. What about thumbnails? What about captions? It's all there. It's going to be incredible. I'm really pumped. So we will give you the link in the show notes, but you can also go directly to evanbrand.com slash coach. That will be a landing page. You can put your email in right there. As soon as you do that, you will be put on the list. As soon as the webinar is live, I'm finishing the slides on that now, you will have access to that. You'll be able to watch, you'll be able to learn, and then we will then open enrollment for the early bird price. More on that soon. Let's get into the episode with Dr. Chris Motley and I. I hope you enjoy. If you do need help clinically, I still do offer one-on-one consults. So you can book 15 minutes for free with me, and we can chat about your symptoms, your goals, your complaints, your concerns, and I'll determine if you're a good fit and if I can help. So that's at my site, evanbrand.com. Here we go. Hey friends, welcome to this health summit. We're talking about infections and how modern day protocols mixed with ancient remedies can actually help people with their infections. And I have a very special guest, a really close friend of mine, Evan Brand. We've done podcasts together. We've done these types of talks and we want to talk about all things infection. So Evan, my friend, thank you for joining me, man. Thanks for having me. And so we're going to jump right in because we've done this before, but um, Evan's an expert in functional medicine. Can you give us a brief description of who you are and why you got into functional medicine, brother? Sure. I went to the doctors to try to fix my IBS problems. They wanted to prescribe acid blockers and antispasmatic medications and refer me to psychiatry for my depression that I suffered throughout my teenage and college years. I knew that my issues were not a deficiency of drugs. And I knew that if I took those prescriptions, I was going to be one step further away from finding and fixing the root cause of my gut issues, of my mood problems, of my acne and my other issues. And so I denied all of it. And then I went to the Nutritional Therapy Association. I became a functional nutritional therapy practitioner. I used food as medicine for as long as I could. I extracted as much nutrients out of food as I could, but I realized it wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. So then I took as much functional medicine training as I could without becoming a medical doctor. And then I discovered with stool testing and organic acids testing and Lyme and co-infection testing, I had Lyme, Bartonella, Babesia, Multoxicity, Candida, H. pylori, Cryptosporidium, Giardia. And that was a mess to clean up. And once I fixed it all, and I'm still recovering, we're (laughs) never done, but I'm still on the recovery. And... Now I've helped over a thousand people. I coach doctors and acupuncturists and practitioners. I have functional medicine training courses. I run a full-time online practice and I do testing to help people figure out what the heck's going on. And usually people like me, they've been to 10, 15, 20 doctors and they haven't gotten better. I'm the end of the rope guy. I'm the, when you're desperate, call me guy. 
I will say this, like, I know we're going to jump right into it, brother, but, um, and I know time is precious to both of us, but one thing I want to say thank you for is like, um, Evan encouraged me and he got me to get a, uh, the testing that he advised his patient for my mom. And so the testing I do with Chinese medicine, I had very high suspicions for even from five years ago that she had Lyme infections and she had, uh, certain types of mold toxicities. And sure enough, whenever we did the testing, you recommended, we found six different strands of Borrelia and we found Babesia and we found different types of Epstein-Barr. So I'm on the process of her because she had a second stroke and, um, you know, those can be huge contributors to something like that. So we're now getting to where she's having a little bit of spasms and she's having those things that are, you know, that are coming out of her system, but literally the things that we've talked about, the, you know, the herbals that we're going to talk about has caused things to come out of her body, which is like very encouraging to me. So I want to say thank you personally for that brother, truly. Oh, and I'm going to send those, those, those testing for her. Okay. And they came in. Yeah, I want to see the results and we'll, we'll dive in and have fun together because this stuff is reversible. I mean, as you know, Babesia is an intracellular parasite that a lot of people get from ticks. Unfortunately, I've had tick bites here in Kentucky. I know you're in Tennessee. Ticks are bad there too. And it's hard if you love nature, which I do, eventually you're going to get exposed. And also even people that don't love the outdoors, you can get sexual transmission of Lyme disease Borrelia burgdorferi it's been shown in the literature to go through semen so there you go human to human so brother we know that you do this functional medicine let's dive in we've talked about this before we talked about those types of infections we talked about mold you're a heavy this is one of the things i loved about our last talk let's talk about some mold toxicity to any other infections but you were talking about how you can get your house tested you have those programs that are set up in this way but we talked about like people come to you with parasites and and Lyme disease, but you found that mold was one of the biggest things that found that you found was an underlying cause. Tell us the importance of mold, my friend. Well, I didn't know this until I got sick. I wasn't trained on this. Even the functional medicine people, they're not teaching or talking about mold. Mm -hmm. But I started waking up dizzy every day and my blood pressure was going crazy. And I texted a friend of mine named Dr. Jack Wolfson. He's a board certified cardiologist. And I said, Jack, I'm dizzy every day and my blood pressure is going crazy. He texted me back one word, all caps, mold. I was like, there's no way. I'm in a brand new construction house. My wife and I just built it and moved our first daughter into that house. I was having these weird symptoms. My daughter, her skin was looking pale. My wife wasn't sleeping very good. And we just thought, oh, we're stressed. We've got a new baby, new house. You know, I was running the clinic full time, full speed ahead. And I thought, okay, it's just stress, whatever. And I just brushed it off until on my birthday in January, I was so dizzy. I was literally falling over. I had to hold on to the walls to get to the bathroom. And I thought, okay, something is not right. I did have several tick bites that summer, but then I started investigating and sure enough in the crawl space, we had standing water because we had a busted pipe uh, during construction and I didn't know about this. And so mold literally hit me in the face and uh, we evacuated. We went to a hotel. We stayed there six weeks. It took me three different hotel rooms to find a non-moldy hotel room because I had Mm -hmm. insomnia every and heart palpitations every night until Mm -hmm. we found a clean room. And then I ran the testing. And this is what I encourage everyone listening to run if you've not already. And before I say that, the disclaimer, if you have to beg your doctor or your practitioner to run these labs that I'm going to describe, you got to fire them. Because Mm -hmm. if you're having to beg them to run it, that means they don't know how to run it. They don't know the importance of it. And they don't know how to treat based on those results. Mm -hmm. And so I ran an organic acids test. I found I was colonized. I was growing mold. And I ran a mycotoxin screen that showed I had very high levels of ochratoxin, which is like a mold fart that comes from aspergillus, which grows in water-damaged buildings. And people listening, this could be from 50 years ago. If you're 60 and you're listening and you feel like you've been, quote, sick your whole life, like I hear all the time, and I know you do too, that could have been from childhood, and your mother could have gave you 
placental transfer of mycotoxins. I've been fortunate enough, I run so many mycotoxin labs, almost more than anyone in the US, and I've seen grandmother, daughter, granddaughter all have the same mycotoxins that pass through the generations. Now, this mm. could be all of them exposed to the same old moldy farmhouse, but this could also be placental transfer. And the reason this wow. is so important is because infertility, miscarriage, birth defects, autism, depression, anxiety, chronic fatigue, autoimmune diseases, leaky gut, even neurodegenerative diseases, there's a link to mycotoxins. And so mm. this is the big smoking gun. And what I'm finding is a lot of practitioners are focusing at the bottom of the totem pole. And what I mean by that is you take the guy who comes in with anxiety, depression, chronic fatigue, and skin problems. Mm -hmm. And the naturopath or whoever says, okay, here's some GABA for the anxiety. Here's some tyrosine and rhodiola for the depression. And here's some curcumin and some boswellia for the inflammation. Mm -hmm. And it stops there. Mm -hmm. Maybe you get someone to go a step higher and they go, okay, you've got SIBO, you've got candida, here's some berberine, here's some garlic, here's some oregano oil, here's some silver, let's treat the gut bugs. And then you got somebody that goes a layer deeper and they go, well, here's the parasites like I had. I lost 25 pounds without trying. It was crypto and giardia, two waterborne mm. parasites. I treated those fortunately and I had H. pylori. I treated that, but I still didn't go enough upstream to the mold. And what I'm finding is, the mold toxin is this big smoking gun that's weakening the immune system. When we're testing a stool panel, they're mm -hmm. called opportunistic infections for, the, for a reason, meaning the opportunity, aka you being weakened by something, allows these bad guys to thrive. So if you just treat the SIBO, it's going to come back in two to three months if you didn't address the mold that was upstream. And so now every single new client I get, I test their home using Petri dishes where we put them out on the floor for one hour. We see what mold spores will fall onto these plates and grow mold. We send that back to the lab for analysis. And then depending on what shows up, I help come up with a plan for the home because you can't get well in a sick environment. I don't care how perfect your protocol is and how smart your practitioner is. If mm -hmm. you're in a sick building, you will not heal. Trust me, I tried. I don't care how many herbs I took from my heart. I did hawthorn and motherwort and kava and passionflower and valerian and ashwagandha. And it blunted the effects. But man, I tell you, phew, I had pots like crazy. I would stand up and almost pass out. That was mold. No mm -hmm. supplement was going to fix that. With this, uh, with this mold toxicity that's going on in our culture today, we're talking about mold remediation. We're talking about housing and such. Why are we like, we know that we're seeing a higher amount of, or we were just never looking for it. We were never looking for the amount of effect of mold in the body and what it can do. Um, I was reading, I think we talked about this before. What sets up the, like, what are the symptoms first? Like people out there, you're talking about brain fog. Are there main symptoms that you would recommend to people? I know you already mentioned some that they could look out for to know that they may have some mold. Yeah. And I've got a list actually too. I mean, it's a crazy long list. So I won't go into the full thing, but we'll just say any weird symptom that's mm -hmm. probably mold or Lyme or co-infections as you well know. So this could be anything from tinnitus. So ears ringing, vertigo, chemical sensitivity like perfumes and dryer sheets and fragrances bother you, mm -hmm. swollen lymph nodes, metallic taste in your mouth, twitching, tremors. So some people get misdiagnosed with Parkinson's when they really just have mold toxicity, confusion. You could cause uh, derealization. So you feel like you're dreaming. You feel spacey. 
you forget your best friend's name. You forget where you put your keys. You've got diarrhea. You've got joint pain. You've got shortness of breath. You've got a cough that won't go away. Sinus problems. Blurry vision. You go to the eye doctor like I did. I had 20-20 vision. What the heck? Why can't I see straight? It wasn't my eyes. It was mold. Headaches. Suicidal thoughts. Uh, one time, I think I told this story to you, I went to Barnes & Noble mm -hmm. here in Kentucky. My wife and I took the kids, go look for some kids' books. I look up at the ceiling, I see black mold growing on the ceiling. I go, we got to get out of here. We leave the store. On the way home, I have this weird feeling come over me. And I'm like, it would be nice if my wife would just drive us into a tree. And I wasn't suicidal, but all of a sudden, I just had this weird feeling like, hmm, that'd mm. be kind of nice to just drive us into a tree. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? And I snapped out of it and I go, oh my God. And I called one of my friends who's a mold expert too. And he goes, Evan, yeah. He said, you must've got exposed. What happened? And I go, oh my God, it was Barnes and Noble. Yeah. So, so when you get sensitized to this stuff, when you look at like homicide and suicide rates in this country, you know, there's a link to these infections that drive the, uh, I guess you just call it brain inflammation. Sometimes you don't see it on paper as brain inflammation, but if you look at the papers, look at the study on this, it's called mold rage. This is a real thing. So when you see violence in marriages, you see divorce, you see cheating. Well, mold also causes directly impacts and causes low dopamine. So when we see the lack of energy, lack of drive, lack of focus and concentration, people that get bored easily, that's like mm -hmm. all of America, hence the addiction to Instagram and TikTok and whatever. Well, mycotoxins lower dopamine. And so now we're in a society where we're constantly trying to get that hit of dopamine because we're mm -hmm. also mold toxic because we spend so much time indoors versus you and I as kids, we were playing outside. Our grandparents, they were likely farmers. They were outside all the time. Mm -hmm. And so even if the 1900 farmhouse was moldy, it didn't matter because farmer John was out in the field all day. He wasn't breathing it in that much. Where now the average person is indoors 96% of the day. So the, something you brought up earlier was, well, is it just that we're recognizing this better or is it truly that there's a bigger mold problem? The answer is both. Mm -hmm. We're indoors more. Houses are made of drywall now instead of plaster, which didn't create mold. And our houses are much tighter and we don't have as enough ventilation. And so air purifiers to me are essential. But if you've got a big old toxin in the middle of a room, it doesn't matter how many air filters you have. You can't ultimately filter that toxin out. You've got to remove the source. So if you've had a water leak, like a friend of mine, she just had her uh, laundry room was on the second floor. She had a front-loading washer. And it, it pipe burst and started leaking everywhere. It dripped down to her living room. She called me up, Evan, what do I do? I'm like, you got to cut that ceiling out. There's no way just mopping up that water in the laundry room with a towel is not going to cut it. If it went all the way through to your ceiling, you're seeing water spots on your drywall on your ceiling. You got to cut that crap out and replace it. Mm -hmm. And when you're renting an apartment or a townhome, you know what the landlords do. They just paint this stuff over. You see a water spot, they paint it over with kills paint. Let me tell you, that doesn't do anything. Yeah, oh, that, that just furthers the problem. Like whenever you have these things that are like even in the houses and such, one people things out uh, people out there will say like, yes, I know I've had like you know issues with mold in the house, and I will I really want to talk about how you like to try to remediate it, but I also want to say this: what are the internal things that people need to look out for? Like what feeds mold and yeast, like in your diet, or like what what are some of the things, common things you say? These are the things you need to look out for or resist from consuming or being around to help yeah. mold grow. 
Yeah, good good question. So I would say 90 to 95% of what people show up <clears> with <throat> on their urine testing is from water damaged buildings. I do think five, maybe 10% is from the diet. So peanuts are notoriously moldy. You could just go in PubMed and search the medical journals, type in peanut butter aflatoxin, A-F-L-A toxin, and you'll wow. see the literature on this. Peanut butter is heavily contaminated with aflatoxin. There's actually a study out of Guatemala. Uh, apparently, I didn't know this until recently, Guatemala has the highest incidence of liver cancer on the entire planet and do you what? know yeah and do you know why it is directly linked to moldy corn tortillas that are the staple of the guatemalan diet so when you look into guatemalans liver cancer it's the number one hub of liver cancer on this planet and they directly attributed it to the high levels of mycotoxins in the moldy corn that is then turned into tortillas and so that's the problem is a lot of um you know, Hispanic cultures, Latin American, South American cultures, they have staple foods that are very moldy like corn and grains and beans. And so this is why many people feel better on a paleo or more carnivore or autoimmune-based diet because they're cutting out a lot of the moldy nuts, seeds, and grains and coffee that are contaminated with mycotoxins. So I don't believe that diet is the contributing factor, mm -hmm. but I think it's something that if you were sick from mold like I was, I made sure to be very careful about everything being clean and fresh. And if something looked moldy, like you get those strawberries at Whole Foods and two days later they're moldy, I don't even take a chance with eating that because I was so sick I couldn't afford to have any more hits. But in general, diet, I tell people to go lower carbohydrate. I don't think that there is a need to do complete elimination of fruit. There's mm -hmm. all this debate about mold diets and candida diets. I ate fruit, mainly organic blueberries throughout my entire journey, and I was fine. So I don't mm -hmm. want people to be paranoid of fruit. I do want it to be organic because we know trace amounts of pesticides damage the good bacteria in your gut, and the good bacteria in your gut break down mold toxin, and also the good microbes in your gut make B vitamins. So when we're back to fatigue and depression and anxiety, if your gut's messed up due to mold toxin or pesticides, you're not making neurotransmitters. You're not making B vitamins. So your mitochondria won't work. Your brain won't work. You're going to be tired, depressed, and anxious. And this is not a deficiency of anti-anxiety medication. This is nothing mm -hmm. an antidepressant is going to fix. You got to go deeper. It's like when we talk about diet, rather, and we talk about the external environment, uh, you, you touched on it about being on like iPads, being on, uh, on computers. How big is an effect? I know we talked about you inspired me to get the same earplug phones as you did. Nice. We did it right. So um, what are the, the effects of like EMF fields? Because we're in this whole Wi-Fi thing. Is there a con contribution between Wi-Fi or EMF fields to the growth or the activity of mold? Yeah, there's people way smarter than me talking about this. So Dr. Deborah Davis is one, Dr. Martin Paul's another. There's mm. many in the EMF field, the building biology field that are mind-blowing experts at EMF. There's a book called The Invisible Rainbow, oh, which would yes. be a great starting place for people. It's yes. scary. It is scary, actually. It I is, mean, brother. I read like three okay. chapters. <laughs> because, you know, he tracks it back to the telegram and the wires that were run for the telegram in the 1800s and how we started to see these, quote, viral epidemics pop up with each new generation going from the telegram and to the 2G, 3G, 4G, 5G and beyond. And so, yes, there is an impact. And I believe the impact is on the mast cells. M-A-S-T. Mast cells are a type of white blood cell. They are full of histamine and tryptase and other inflammatory cytokines. And when you get exposed to mold, Lyme disease, Bartonella, Babesia, any type of co-infection, Auriclea, Anaplasma, all of these infections, including mold toxin, triggers these mast cells. So picture a balloon 
and it has a bunch of little holes in it from these infections and toxins, now you've got this leaky balloon floating through your system and it's leaking out histamine. Mm. And I developed major histamine and mast cell problems. That's part of the reason my blood pressure was going so crazy because when I would smell perfume, my body would think it was a threat and my mast cells would dump histamine and I would get flushed. I would get anxious, my heart would race, and my blood pressure would skyrocket. And so the body's protective mechanism gets stuck on. And what's happening, because I've seen EMF-sensitive clients. I had one female in Greece. She was so sensitive to EMF, even with a hardwired keyboard, her husband had to build her a custom keyboard overlay made of wood, and she had to type all of her emails by clicking wood pegs that would then touch the keyboard below because if she touched that keyboard, her face would light up on fire. I've had clients that can't even travel to get medical care because uh, the one client in Germany, he says there's 5G towers all along the highway to power mm -hmm. self you know, auto autonomous cars. And he said that he can't even get medical care because the towers are everywhere. But once we treated him for mold, his EMF sensitivity lessened. And so we know that mold is a trigger of EMF sensitivity and so it's great to mitigate it like you and I are using air tube headsets. This is a hardwired microphone to a hardwired keyboard to a hardwired Ethernet connection. So I like to mitigate EMF. I only use my phone on airplane mode at night. If I want to use data for apps and stuff, I will use an adapter to hook up the phone to an Ethernet cable. So I don't have any EMF when I want to use my apps or upload Instagram videos. I like to post little short videos for people. I do it in the low EMF way. I used to be EMF sensitive. It wasn't extreme, but my hand would hurt. If I was mm. watching a YouTube video on my phone, my hand would get achy, almost like arthritis. And I thought, well, this is Lyme, but it wasn't. But once I treated mold, I don't have that sensitivity anymore. See, like whenever uh, we're talking about like media, when you get into the, the arena that your house has these things, you know, running through that and people who are listening, we're not saying if you have these, there's like good suggestions that you do to help keep that Wi-Fi out of the system. Um, I was uh, talking to a patient of mine, brother, and um, I know you've had these types of, you know, encounters where uh, their kids were getting sick and they found out they were getting high amounts of mold coming through the vent that was right above their room and, and up in the upstairs. And, but they were talking about like a biologically um, literate, if they say mold practitioner who actually comes out and looks at their house for actually mold in the area, because they said there's some people who are certified in removal of mold, mold, but there's not many that or biologically uh, literate about what it can do and where it can go. So literally they were saying that she was not getting some of the tests, like the Ernie test. If you can describe some of that, they weren't finding some of the, the mold spores in the main areas, but they had to take a tube and they were drilling holes in the wall. And they took a tube and they were putting these little sensors in there. They would take extract air out of them between the walls, between the studs. And they found some, they found higher amounts of it. And they said some of the spores they found were so small and micron in size. Can you touch on that? Like they're so small or something that they were like going through the cracks and stuff like that in this yeah. girl's room. But what are the different, I know you do this, the, the, the Petri dishes, but are there some, um, are there names to those tests that you would recommend that they look into to check their house? Yeah, the Petri dishes are not perfect. So I use a company out of New Mexico called Immunolytics, kind of like your immune system, Immuno and then Lytics, L-Y-T-I-C-S. And those are Petri dishes that we use. 
And they're great, but they're not perfect. As you mentioned, if there's mold hiding in the wall cavity or if you had, let's say, a, a water pipe behind the wall with a pinhole leak leaking behind your drywall, a Petri dish is likely not going to find that. Now, you would hope that there is some air circulation in between the wall cavity and what we call the breathable air to mm -hmm. where a Petri dish would pick that up, but it's not perfect and it has missed mold problems before. So that's why generally what will happen is um, I carry around a thermal imaging camera. Mm. So you can use a thermal imaging camera and you can look at the walls and you will see cold spots. So water's going to be colder than air typically coming out of your pipes. So if you're scanning your walls and all of a sudden you see this big old blue or purple mass of cold, uh-oh, that's probably a water leak. Wow. Okay. So we got the ways that we can test. We got some of this, the signs and symptoms. What can trigger it? What are some of the, um, the herbals that you, like you talked about, but what are some of the main herbals that you think really will help with mold? Well, so the big question people have to figure out is whether they're colonized or not. So this mm. is why I encourage every single person, either whether you're working with Dr. Motley or myself or somebody else, or maybe you took my course and you learned how to fix yourself, but whoever you're working with, you got to make sure you get an organic acids test in a mycotoxin profile. We do this through Great Plains out of Kansas, amazing company. I don't get paid to promote them. They're just amazing. And so I've done practitioner training for them and uh, I've seen crazy stuff on paper but what you need to figure out on page one of that test is whether you're colonized. So there's specific markers that you can look at. And in parentheses, you'll see aspergillus. So mm -hmm. there's one called like hydroxymethyl-2-ferroic acid. You can measure that. Tartaric acid, arabinose, carboxycitric acid. And if these are elevated on page one, mm -hmm. you are growing mold, meaning you're not just a, a mold reservoir from let's say you stayed in the moldy hotel in Cabo and you never were the same. Well, that's a mold <laughs> reservoir, but you can also grow it. So if your immune system is weak and you've got Lyme or some other pre-existing condition and you get exposed to mold, the mold goes, ooh, this is a nice place. I'm gonna stay here. I'm gonna live in his sinus cavity. I'm gonna live in his gut and I'm gonna internally produce mycotoxins now. Now you're really in trouble because even if you move out of that moldy house, guess what? You're taking the mold growth with you. So the number one question before you get into treatment is, are you colonized? You can only tell that with these organic acids via urine. And you can do this at home. I've got clients around the world. You can order this to your home, do the urine, and get it back to the lab. Once you figure that out, if you are colonized, you've got to use herbal antifungals. Now, that is my bias. There are conventional medical doctors that treat mold, and they will tell you, which they've told me, and I proved them wrong, Evan, you have to use Diflucan, fluconazole, nystatin, itraconazole, you have to use drugs. Not true. I've got hundreds of case studies I can show you of using natural botanicals, combinations of herbs like Paul D'Arco bark, French tarragon, horsetail, thyme, tinospora, oregano, garlic, berberine, barberry, bearberry, wormwood. All of these herbs in conjunction have incredible antimicrobial because when you have mold, you probably got SIBO antifungal to treat the candida and the mold, and antiparasitic benefits. So see, the problem is you rarely find just one problem, meaning it's rarely just candida. Mm -hmm. It's usually mold, candida, mm -hmm. bacteria, parasites, worms, all of it, because they all hang out with each other and they all help each other thrive. So one weakens the immune system, the other disrupts the gut barrier, the other steals nutrients and creates nutrient deficiencies, which furthers that one. So they're all hanging out together. And so we use comprehensive blends. I have several that I've created and we use those in combination with Saccharomyces boulardii because mm -hmm. that kills candida and it binds mold. And then we use the binders, which pulls out the mold toxin. So the big question is, are you colonized? 
If you're not, congratulations, your case is easier. You might not need the antifungals. You might be able to go straight to the binders. And we're using combinations like clay, charcoal, silica, pectin, fulvic acid, micronized chlorella, infrared sauna, because you can sweat it out. We may use some silver or nasal sprays of essential oils to help with the sinuses. It takes a few years to fix this. I feel like I'm pretty good at what I do, and I've got a lot of case studies of things that have worked and things that haven't worked. So I've got a, a great you know, reservoir of data to pull from, and it still has taken me three years to really knock the mold levels down in my own body. Wow. Man, this is such great info. Man. I love every time we talk. So when you're saying like the, the mold sets up a susceptibility of the body to have other infections be opportunistic to create, you know, a playground for the microbes. Um, for when you say take a couple of years, I know that the chronicity can be quite daunting to people when they realize that they have this kind of mold. But seeing you like, and we worked through it, you and I have worked through our own infections, that there is hope on the other side. Um, with with functional medicine being at the forefront of learning about infections, um, I think it's really uh, alarming that when medical doctors, or I'm just saying like the conventional medical model would say like, oh, none of this could be mold. But I, I look at it and you go, well, you know, a lot of our, our, a lot of our prescriptions, a lot of our medications, even some of our antibiotics are made from mold, mold byproducts. So they kind of, you know, they kind of like push it off to the side, like, oh, that couldn't handle. I'm like, now you actually use mold byproducts to make medications. So they see that there is some, right. There's, there is some efficacy of what molds can produce. And they know that these things can be produced. I always thought it was really funny when they would tell you, like, we talk about uh, brain fog or uh, uh, non-fatty liver uh, disease where people felt walk around like they're drunk. And I'm like, no, you've got huge amounts of mold or fungus or candida in the body producing ethanols and aldehydes. So with these things that we know that are happening, we got the, we have the herbals that can work with them. We've got, we know that EMFs can do it. One of the things I know that um, time is at the, of the essence, but I just want to say like, when people come to you, like, what is your normal protocol? Like, these are the normal tests. You do the mycotoxins and you do that. And uh, how do they get in touch with you and find out about more about that you're testing though? Sure, sure. And I want to comment on the drugs because you're absolutely yeah. right. You know, one of the very, very commonly used drugs for organ transplants mm -hmm. is an extract of mycophenolic acid. So mycophenolic <sighs> acid is a mycotoxin that comes from penicillium mold and mycophenolic acid actually suppresses the immune system so much that it's used in a prescription format for people that get new organs so that their immune system is so dead that it will not reject the new organ kidney liver heart lung whatever kind of transplant they've had they literally use this multoxin to kill the immune system and so we talked about liver cancer uh, we talked about neurodegenerative diseases we talked about anxiety and chronic fatigue and depression and dizziness and vertigo and blood pressure problems so many of the medications that people are on right now are because they are experiencing side effects of mold toxicity so your blood pressure going up because mold toxin depletes nitric oxide so the guy that's on lisinopril and beta blockers and viagra because he can't get an erection if he just fixed the mold, his blood pressure would normalize, he would get erections again, and he would be much more energetic. Everybody thinks just because you're getting old and your hormones and blah, 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 that you should just pass out in the middle of the day and have to take a nap. You should be able to have energy to get through the day. You look at the traditional people, tribal people, hunter-gatherers, those guys might take a nap, but they're well on into their 70s and 80s, and they're still pretty healthy people. They can still mm -hmm. run and climb trees and hunt. You look at an 80-year-old in America, 
man, I, there's a few out there that are rock stars, but in general, they're tired. They've got several medications they're on and they're not addressing these root causes. And so I just encourage people, it doesn't matter if you're still alive, you're not too old to fix this stuff. So please don't be depressed about your situation. No one is coming to save you. You've got to save yourself. So get the proper labs. You need the organic acids from Great Plains. You need the mycotoxin profile. We want to get a GI map stool test on you, which is a DNA test of the stool. So we can look for parasites, worms, bacteria, H. pylori, fat digestion, gut inflammation, secretory IgA. That's all done via stool at home. And then once you have the data, you're not guessing. My whole philosophy is test, don't guess, because I guessed for a long time and it cost me tens of thousands of dollars and I built up a supplement graveyard of so many things I thought were going to help and they didn't freaking help. And so I don't want you to waste any more money buying the next silver bullet. Just get the data. And if people want to reach out, they can. I do consultations. But really, I'm pushing a lot of people to try to just take a functional medicine course and learn how to do this on yourself. This is not rocket science. And you can take back your own health. Honestly, 80% of the time on my consults, I'm saying the same thing over and over again, and I'm getting paid to tell people the same problem. Yep, you've got candida, you've got mold, here's what we're going to do. I do that all day, every day, which I love, but man, I tell you, it's much more efficient to take a course and learn how to do it on yourself because you can save your children, your daughter that had miscarriages, you can help her, your grandchildren that have chronic anxiety and asthma and eczema and food sensitivities. You can fix people. I'm only one guy. You're only one guy. You and I, you're amazing at what you do, but you can only help so many people in a day. Yeah. So like we've got to clone ourselves. So the only way I can do it is to think about just trying to help others learn how to do this so we can just spread the message. This is not crazy stuff. It's simple herbs, simple protocols, probiotics, binders, treating the sinuses. This is not crazy stuff. Uh, surgery and brain surgery. I'm not teaching you that. I don't know how to do neurosurgery, but this stuff can really, really help you. Man, I'm just saying thank you, brother, so much. This is great information. Everybody check out Evan Brand on his Instagram. Check out his website. And uh, get in touch with them if you guys have this problem. But brother, I just want to say thank you again for joining. We've had some good talks, man. I know you got to get going. And um, I'm just really privileged that we, uh, that we got to talk today. Okay, man. And I'll keep my in pleasure. touch, man. All right. My, my pleasure. Yeah, my so what's your website? It's just, just my name. It's evanbrand.com. So you can check it out. I've got a podcast on there. Uh, I've been doing it for 10 years. I was probably one of the only like root cause health guys. In 2012, there wasn't many of us. And so now there's a lot more. But anyway, the podcast is there. It's free. You've been on there. There's over 400 episodes. So that's free if you want to dive in. The consult stuff's there. And then the courses. I've got a, a belly course all about gut infections and issues and mold. An energy course, more for chronic fatigue, exercise intolerance people. And I've got a home course about my journey working on homes, improving home quality, air, water, uh, flooring, paints, chemicals, and carpets. That's all there. So all the course info is on my site. Oh, brother, this is great. All right. Well, happy days to you, man. We'll keep in touch, brother. And everybody, give him a look. Give him a listen. He's got such great information. And check his courses out. All right, brother. You have a blessed day. And thank you so much. And thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. All right, I hope you enjoyed that interview and you got something out of it. Chris is awesome. You can also refer back to the other episodes that him and I did together. 
We'll also put the link if you're interested in that event. I mean, probably one of the best summits of the year. I mean, these are super geeky people, and those are the best practitioners out. Even if these people are not the best marketers, most of the time, the people that are the worst at marketing, the people that you just see their headshots, but you don't see a lot of content from, some of those people are the best because they're in the clinic. They're freaking busy helping people. So I try to be a, a good mix of busy, but still able to produce content for people. Check it out, though. We'll have the link in the show notes if you would like. As I mentioned, the Confident Coach enrollment will be coming very soon. There'll be a online webinar slash masterclass that will be launching that very soon. Go to evanbrand.com slash coach. This is for people in the health space. If you're an existing practitioner, great. If you're not and you want to be, great. If you just want to be a nutrition coach or a toxin coach where you educate people on household toxins and chemical-free makeup and beauty products, you want to be a natural hair coach, you want to be a holistic mom coach, a fertility coach, uh, a breast implant illness coach. I've got 113 plus ideas I'll be sharing with you, but the opportunity for you to convert your skills, your passion, your knowledge, your experience, what you've been through, what you've overcome in your life, you can turn that into something that can help others. You can change the world and you can change your own life at the same time. There's so many people that need help. There's so much more room for more people out there doing this work, helping people, getting their hands dirty, and people still need one-on-one -on -one help. As you know, I have functional medicine training courses. I love those because I can help people reverse their health problems without ever speaking to them. However, not everyone can fit in to the parameters of a protocol that's inside of a course. Some people need that one-on-one -on -one hand holding. They need that emotional support, the empathy, the sympathy. They need to hear and probe deeper into specific symptoms and traumas and issues. And this can apply to real estate and gardening and many other things like, hey, my blueberries, they had leaves on them that turned yellow too soon. They had these bugs on them. What do I do? If you know and you're an expert gardener, you can make a coaching business out of that. So this is not rocket science. People need answers and people have problems. That's what comes with being a human. So you can help people solve those. So more on that soon, but evanbrand.com slash coach. Register now. You'll be on the list. We'll notify you when the webinar is up and when the doors officially open. This is literally a decade in the making. I would have not felt right coming out and building this course any sooner than I did because I wanted to get my hands dirty. I wanted to help thousands of people across the world before I ever had enough confidence to teach other people how to do what I do. So go register and more on that next week. Take care. Bye. And we'll cash it in.